feel much more of a sense of peace, yet a disagreeable restlessness clung to her. Exactly when the slow-burning melancholy had arrived and marked her spirit like a bruise, she couldn't remember. All she knew was that the discontent was with her, on her, following her everywhere, the same way Murphy, their aging black Labrador, shadowed her around the house. The loyal lab had joined Carissa at the hammock and was resting his chin on the sagging edge, awaiting an affirming pat or scratch on the head. Just you and me again, isn't it, Murphy? She tugged his ear and scratched where the old dog liked it most, beneath his collar. Richard should be here. He should be the one lingering with me. This is a night for reminiscing over the past and dreaming about the future. Carissa tried to remember the last time she and her husband had shared such a night, or even sat outside together and gazed into the twilight sky. What happened to those luxurious nights a few summers ago, right after their son moved out? They would take their time enjoying dinner on the patio, and then together climb into this hammock made for two. Here they whispered their affection for each other, with fingers intertwined. They spoke of their future with eager anticipation. Yet here it was, the future, and she and Richard had become little more than two roommates sharing a bed, a stack of bills, and a growing discontent with their life together. Murphy nuzzled her hand, prodding Carissa for more scratches. With one hand on Murphy's head and the other on her unread book of poems, Carissa closed her eyes and cried just a little. But then, unfortunately, a little bit of guilt joined her as well. Richard had a good job. What he did was important. He helped people in significant ways. Lives were being changed. Over the 24 years of their marriage, Richard had made many sacrifices for her. Why was it so hard for her to concede to this small sacrifice and find a way to keep content the three nights per week that Richard worked late? Her life was far too good for her to feel sorry for herself over this. So the guilt came back to sit beside her. She knew she should be grateful for her husband and his job. Yet loneliness isn't something that can be blown away with a breeze of logic. If it could, I would have been over this months ago. Drawing in a deep breath, followed by another even slower and more consoling breath, Carissa drifted off. Lulled into a weightless half-sleep, accompanied by Murphy's calming presence and his rhythmic breathing, a dream came and rested on her. Carissa imagined she was afloat on a vast ocean, heading effortlessly to an inviting cove. Overhead, a brilliant full moon illuminated the sea. She felt safe, protected, not alone. Murphy moved, rousing Carissa from the vivid half-dream. She closed her eyes and tried to return to the soothing image of the moon on the sea, but Murphy became restless. His ears lifted and his head turned toward the house. No, it's not your master. He won't be home for a while. Carissa tried to read the face of her watch, but the night had closed in around them. She had dozed longer than she had thought. Now it was too dark to see. As she shifted in the hammock, the poetry book slid off onto the grass. Reaching for the book, she tried to remember if she had read any of the poems before falling asleep. No, she knew she hadn't opened the book. How was it that the lyrical image of the ocean and the moon had been so clear. Where did that impression come from? Murphy turned toward the side yard, his ears perked up. A 
a low growl came from the faithful watchdog, and then with uncharacteristic spunk, Murphy took off and bounded toward the side of the house by the garage. He let out a bark and then growled at the closed gate, barking in a long succession the way he used to bark at the UPS man years ago, when the dog was still young and suspicious. What is it, Murphy? Carissa rolled out of the hammock and headed for the nearby gate. Did a rabbit slide under the fence? The security light blinked on. Carissa froze. Rabbits and squirrels didn't create enough motion to set off the security light. Something larger was out there, just on the other side of the unlocked gate. Then she heard it. The unmistakable sound of feet crunching through the gravel along the side of the house. Carissa lunged for Murphy's collar and pulled him with her, dashing to the back door. She yanked the rigid dog inside the house with her, quickly turning the bolt and rushing to the front door to make sure it was locked.